What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Yeehaw, we're going to Texas! We still can't win. Worst team in the NFL, worst defense historically in the history of the NFL. And since Dak Prescott got hurt, the worst offense! Whose fault is it that this team is the worst since the 1-15 of 1989? Whose fault? There's only one person higher than Jerry Jones with the Dallas Cowboys, and it's God. So fire the coach. Isn't that always the answer, Al? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, Welcome, everybody. Welcome. Happy Football Friday. Flame Tech Football Friday, everybody. You footballers, you've been waiting all week. And here we are today. Why do you find that? The only guy higher than Jerry Jones is God. Yeah, it's It's, God's team. It's true. So God hired Jerry. And we are going to be talking a little bit about that. As a matter of fact, thanks for uh, pointing that out. The voice of the Dallas Cowboys will be on the air with us today. Brad Sham. How do you like that, Lynch? Great. I think they know each other. And this is not the first interview with Brad Sham on this program today. we got a lot to talk about in the National Football League, Canadian Football League. Obviously, um, hockey is going to get uh, us going here in the quick six show topics in a moment. Tori Gurley, our NFL insider, who... We had planned to furlough for a little while, guys. Just give him a break. Let it breathe. That, that lasted one week. <laughs> Tori called, can I get on? I got something I want to say. Yep, of course, you're our guy. Exactly. Tori, Tori Gurley's going to be with us. And from TSN, Dave Naylor coming up with all the latest on the three-down game. But let's hit the quick six show topic. Horn, please. <laughs> And I do want to say hey to everybody in Winnipeg. We love us some Winnipeg. Growing fast in Winnipeg. And you know what? They laughed. They snickered a little bit with our prediction yesterday of the Montreal-Winnipeg game. Which, incidentally, that wasn't even in my NHL leftovers. What happened last night with the Winnipeg Jets and the Montreal Canadiens. But there was the one guy that wrote, Trevor, and he said, thanks for teeing up the game on the show yesterday. He asked us to tee up the Jets and Habs, and we did. And I said, Montreal's going to win because it's the first game with a new coach. And they got spanked 6-3. You know what that tells us? 
The Montreal Canadiens have deeper problems than what we think. Yeah, that's that's scary. And, you know, it kind of served as bulletin board material for the Jets, right? New coach. And new coaches always win, right? The fresh face. You always. Wanna, you, you know, the players want to, uh, they play a little harder, right? Because they want to say, look, it, we're not going to play bad for you. We're, you know, we're going to pick it up. We're going to do our part. And then for the Jets to slop them around like that, that tells me that the problems are bigger in Montreal. And they really did. But I've been on CJOB Winnipeg talking about the Jets' starts and how they've been a problem. And they were again last night. At least they're good enough to be able to flip a switch and start playing. And that's what they did because they got down, what was it, 2 nothing or 3 nothing to Montreal? 2 nothing for sure. That's what I was watching. Yeah. But uh, our official betting partner, Come On Official, had the Montreal Canadiens favored. We had Montreal favored. And the Jets showed them where the bear went in the buckwheat as we say. And that wasn't even in my original leftovers, other than my first leftover from the NHL Thursday night was that the cream has risen officially to the top in the NHL. Toronto, Edmonton, Winnipeg. Give them the playoff spots right now. They all won games this week against teams below them, chasing them in the standings, and that right there is the mark of a good team. My second leftover is I'm just happy for Oiler fans. Not that we didn't know this, but Jason Greger was on with us yesterday from TSN 1260 Edmonton saying that no team has lost more games in the NHL in the last 20 years than the Edmonton Oilers. Just to point that out. So I'm happy that it does look like the Oilers have turned the corner. And you know what? It also looks to me that the Calgary Flames have turned the corner, but it's the wrong way. Lynch loves it from the couch. (laughs) What is it? What is it uh, from Dumb and Dumber? Lloyd Christmas, when they went on the motorcycle the wrong way. (laughs) You mean to tell me that you drove six hours in the wrong direction? (coughs) Those are the Calgary Flames. And my leftover is, how do you fix a culture problem? And I've been going back and forth with uh, some viewers or tweeters. I've been going back and forth with some twits on Twitter, okay? And they're saying, well, it's Trey Living. They can't keep going through... uh, coaches i'm thinking maybe it's uh like tell a miracle let's go higher because the culture problem starts at the top the top sets the culture and to me that's the problem with the calgary flames if it was that easy to fix it they'd have fixed it you know what i mean flames are in all kinds of trouble and uh so i've it's in my commentary this morning on cat country three teams now will be battling for the fourth and final playoff spot in the north in Canada, and that will be the Vancouver Canucks, the Calgary Flames, and the Montreal Canadiens because the cream has already risen. My fourth leftover is uh, watch out for the Blackhawks. I did spend some time watching them last night. They blanked Columbus, and I don't know where these Blackhawks came from. They turned back the clock, I know. as you like to say. Without two of their big pieces. Patrick Kane makes it look like it's 2009 all over again. Uh, so uh, moving on, point two. It is opening night in the Western Hockey League. Ta-da! Mm-hmm. Bravo. Ring the bell. Can you believe we're talking about games in the Western Hockey League? I know. It is only Alberta, but Medicine Hats at Red Deer tonight. Lethbridge is at Edmonton. It's free pay tonight on the WHL Live broadcast. Just tonight only, the home openers. Well, I guess when those teams flip. That's a home opener, that's too. That's a home opener, too. So two nights of home openers free for the WHL fans and viewers tonight. Point three, fantastic curling on today. Draw 19 goes this afternoon at 1.30. We're into the championship round, and what a delicious matchup here. Saskatchewan Sherry Anderson versus Team Canada's Carrie Einerson, who's a Manitoba gal. 
So there's some friction there. Again, 130. We'll get into it later on in our curling report. But now we're into the nitty grit. And that, by the way, is another thing. Sherry Anderson was uh, appointed by Sass Curl to represent this province at the Scotties. Wouldn't it have been something if she'd crashed and burned and it would have looked like they'd made the wrong choice? Right. But clearly they made the right they one. They made the right choice. I just want to shout out a bravo there. Point four, National Football League notes. We've got Brad Sham coming on, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys today, and our NFL insider, Tori Gurley. And the NFL stories are plentiful, and they include Russell Wilson. Does he want out of Seattle or not? We're in that, just be aware of where we are, because the reports are that Russell Wilson wants out. They say his agents requested a trade. Now his agent says he hasn't requested a trade. This is what I'm seeing. I don't know what you're reading, but this is what I'm seeing on ESPN. Supposedly, Russell Wilson gave a list to Pete Carroll of teams that he could be traded to. I'm not asking to be traded. But if you were to trade me, these are the teams. That's, did I read that right? That's exactly what, what I've read and what's happened. Yeah. Right? It's, what does that no, mean? No, no, no. <laughs> like, I don't get this confused. Russell Wilson is not asking for a trade. But if he were to go, you know, Dallas, Chicago, here's the four teams that he would get traded to. So it's, yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> what? It's the guy, it's, it's the sleazy guy at the bar who's, you know, I'm taken. But if but. I wasn't, Sonny, <laughs> yeah, trust me, we'd be going yeah, on. I'm glad that I read it right because it's just so odd. It's sleazy. Okay, so I want to, we'll be talking with Brad Sham about that. And what a time to be alive. Like, just enjoy yourself, if you can, with these things that are going on that seem so otherworldly. Yeah. Because they are. Deshaun Watson. Met with the coach, Dave Culley, yesterday for the first time, and he was unable to change Deshaun Watson's mind down in Houston with the Texans. He's like, I want out, and I admire that kid for doing that. I really do. And every team has problems, just like I think every family has problems. But when we're sitting all the way up here in Canada and we can see the problems that Houston Texans have, how big are their problems? You know what I mean? We all want to keep our problems in-house. Don't talk about our issues. Yeah. Every team's like that. Every family's like that. Well, they got out of the house in Houston. Big time. And Deshaun Watson wants a divorce from the family. Uh, J.J. Watt, has uh, I, he's got a ton of offers. From what I see, the best offer and what I've read is for $15, $16 million. And what did he make last? $17.5 yeah. million with Houston? Yep. So when they say it's a mutual split, I don't know about you. Do you think J.J. Watt wanted $1 or $2 million cut off his uh, salary? I wouldn't think so. No, but I, I don't think it's about money when you get to be that age and, and you've been around and you've made enough money. It's about culture. It's about being happy. And it's about winning, right? He hasn't won. Right, and he's also part of that tire fire that Deshaun Watson wants out from. But when Tory Gurley said no player wants to get cut, you see what he's saying. Who yeah. would want to take less money? I guess he's saying he would want to take less money to play somewhere else. Yeah. But it's just back to the Texans and the dysfunctional family that they are. Uh, when you, what see else? It, you see it in the three teams that are potentially 
JJ's final three, right? Green Bay, Buffalo, and Tennessee. All teams that are kind of winning now. All teams that have stability in terms of good head coaches, good culture. They all have a starting quarterback. They all have these things that you need to win. And clearly, that's what Houston doesn't have. The uh, From the viewers, Rick Haglund says, Texas size problems? From the Puck and Pigskin podcast, everything's bigger in Texas. That's why I took my wife there for a holiday. Uh, Dak Prescott, by the way, with the Dallas Cowboys. I am getting tired of the story, but Brad Sham will be on the voice of the Dallas Cowboys to maybe sort out where they're going. So I'm not going to spend any more time on Dak Prescott and what's going on with the Cowboys because Brad Sham will answer it. Uh, Point five, Canadian Football League notes. Just breaking news this morning, I see from our buddy Matt Baker, the voice of the BC, or the PR guy for the BC Lions, maybe the next voice of the BC Lions, but Brandon Rutley has retired from the British Columbia Lions. This less than 24 hours after Ricky Collins Jr. has retired from the Canadian Football League in a five, six-year career in the CFL. I got football guys writing me from the States that are going, what does this mean? Like one guy, well, Cooper Campbell in Mississippi, I don't mind saying his name. He's like, Ricky Collins was just on your show last week saying that he wants a contract. He wants to come back and play. And now he retires. He never said anything about retiring. I said, Cooper, clearly he didn't get the offer that he's looking for. That guy's got to work, man. Let's remember, these guys haven't been paid in 14, 15 months. That CFL money's long gone. And for some guys, unfortunately, in the case of Ricky, he's a father. Married not that long ago. He, they got bills to pay. Brandon Rutley may be the similar situation. I'm not sure. But you could see where people would be saying, well, we're hearing they're going to the government. They're submitting proposals. Why are these guys retiring? Because at some point, you need to, sorry to say, grow up. Especially when you have a family. You, life gets real. Life gets really real. And you're making $150,000. What do you do? You buy a bigger house than you did when you were making 60 mm-hmm. or 50, right? You take on more expenses. You have a family. You do all these things. And they come with their own set of bills. So when you start living that $150,000 lifestyle, even if you're being responsible and saving a little bit, it's extremely hard to go back and, and take a pay cut to like 80 or 90 right? Even at that point. So you got to start thinking about your future. Craig Campbell's watching at the Hockey Hall of Fame in downtown Toronto, and he says, Bob Ridley to call his 4,000th career Medicine Hat Tigers game Saturday night in their home opener. Uncle Giggles! Bob Ridley, the voice of the Tigers, the dean, not only of Western Hockey League broadcasters, but of junior broadcasters, I'm sorry to keep steering this back to the Hall of Fame, but if anybody should go into the Hall of Fame, even the media wing, if you will, which yes. is back like where they keep the janitor's tools, it's Rids. For all of junior hockey carrying the banner. Wouldn't you agree? Oh, and even now he still rolls up with his leather jacket onto the rink. Into the oh, yeah. It looks like a million bucks. Sounds like a million bucks. From the, uh, yeah, the, uh, I don't know. Just, I would think that Bob Ridley would... It's not the uh, NHL Hall of Fame. It's the Hockey Hall of Fame. And I think Bob Ridley would be deserving of that. Uh, Argos hate. I just got to mention this. The Toronto Argonauts are signing everybody. And it's got everybody upset. Like, I mean everybody. Twitter this morning has gone crazy because what got moved up to the number one free agent in the Canadian Football League, linebacker Enoch Mwamba, 
He's been holding out. We've been in free agency for two weeks, and he hasn't signed with anybody because he's holding out for the most money. And the Toronto Argonauts are just spending like a drunken sailor on leave for the weekend, right? And people don't understand where the money's coming from. I've said it before. You weren't listening. I will say it again. This is the way John Murphy does business. He learned it from his mentor, Chris Jones, most recently of the Cleveland Browns. They sign, 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 sign at free agent time in the offseason. And I said a few years ago when we had him here in Saskatchewan, Travis Bond is a great example. He was one of the top offensive linemen on the market in American. Riders signed him. People were saying, where'd they get the money? Just before camp, they cut him. But I'll give you another tremendous example. 2018 season. Remember coming out of training camp? Who did they cut? Rob Bag, Bakari Grant, and Chad Owens. And I know Brad Sham's watching from Dallas right now. These names wouldn't mean a lot to him, but you CFL fans would mean a ton to you. These are Hall of Fame guys. And coming out of training camp just before week one, they cut all those guys. So I'm not saying that's what the Argos are doing, but I'm saying this is a Murphy M.O. who's running the Toronto Argonauts. So pay attention. And I think I was visiting with a guy this morning. MLSE, which owns the Toronto Maple Leafs, the Toronto Raptors, Toronto FC soccer, and now the Toronto Argonauts. Do you think they are really paying attention to what money the Argos might lose? Really? Got a few money. <laughs> right. Right. We're paying Marner what? $11.2 million this year, and we're worried about a couple hundred grand. Let it walk in. Buy them all. Buy them all. I don't want anybody else to have them. We'll figure out what to do with them you later. You saw Kyle Lowry it came out once to play for the 76ers. Did you see that yeah. report? Yeah. Well, let him go because we got to pay for Cam Judge and Charleston Hughes. <laughs> uh, point six. Real quickly here. Joshua Palmer, I was on a Zoom call yesterday. He is the highest-rated Canadian receiver for the CFL draft and the NFL draft. He's from Brampton, Ontario. He played for the Tennessee Volunteers NCAA football, and he was in the Reese's Senior Bowl here a couple of weeks ago, scored a touchdown. I was on a Zoom with him yesterday, and I, I know we're running out of time here, right? Yeah, we're running out of time. We'll come back on this because John Frenzy wants to talk about CFL rankings. But he talked about the Canadian invasion into the NBA. I can't name all those guys because I'm not the biggest NBA guy. But Jamal Murray, who's the kid that the Minnesota drafted high? Yeah, you're not the biggest. But but (laughs) you know all the Canadian. I know who he is. All the Canadian. Andrew. Wiggins. Wiggins. Thank you. All those kids, and they're all from Toronto where he went down into the NBA, just flooded the NBA. He says he wants to be part of the movement from Canadian players flooding the NFL, and that includes Chase Claypool. And what does that mean for the Canadian Football League? We will debate that. Uh, We're out of time. The Canadian Elite Basketball League announced their schedule yesterday. They trimmed it to 14 games. It'll start June 5th. We wanted to mention that because we're big partners with them. And our rock star of the day yesterday was Eddie Lack, NHL great goaltender who joined us from Arizona. Fans uh, voted him the best. We're going to talk Dallas Cowboys and all the NFL stories when we come back. It's the RP Show, and this has been the warm-up for Four Seasons Sports Palace, your home for the NHL and UFC. You're watching on Game Plus TV Network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed.
Support for The Rod Peterson Show is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Dupes, have I told you about Manscaped? <laughs> you, you've started to. I've had it for yes. a week. Let me tell you, we've been doing it wrong. We have. Yeah, ask me why. Yeah, why? Because <laughs> I don't know where to start. I used to have to use two razors. Did I tell you that? I was doing an acrobatic act over the toilet and the sink. I had a big hair trimmer. I had a face shaver. None of those were made for below-the-waist grooming. That's a safety hazard. <sighs> don't tell anybody, but I don't have to worry about it anymore because the Lawnmower 3.0 is specifically designed for men's below-the-waist grooming. And your introductory package comes with a pair of boxer briefs, which I gave to you. Yes, not worn, I hope. <laughs> <laughs> no, I pulled them out of the package. When you order yours, you'll get a pair of underwear. This was a large, didn't fit me, so I gave them to you. You're welcome. Thank you. And it also comes with anti-chafing lotion. Where has this been all our lives? I know. So I used to get those nicky things. You must have too. <laughs> nick yourself. Yes. And you're bleeding. Doesn't happen because the Lawnmower 3.0 comes with a cutting edge ceramic blade to reduce grooming accidents. Man, Manscaped <laughs> calls them. So what more do you want to know when you... When you use the Lawnmower 3.0, you use the anti-shaving cream, you leave the house feeling like you've just left a spa. The chafing, that's the worst, right? Rubbing between the legs. Anti-chafing lotion, 20% off with the promo code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use code FANSIDED20. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. I'm not being rude. I'm tweeting the poll question because I didn't get to it in the warm-up. Which happens first in the National Football League here for Capital Auto Mall Universal Collision Center? A Russell Wilson trade, J.J. Watts signing, a Deshaun Watson trade, or a Dak Prescott signing. Which one of those happens first? You can vote on Facebook or Twitter. Now it's for Capital Auto Mall and Universal Collision Center. Okay, we got Hall of Fame Riders broadcaster here, John Frenzy, with us. And we're bringing in Hall of Fame Dallas Cowboys broadcaster Brad Sham from the great state today. And maybe that, hey, good day, Brad. Happy New Year to you, sir. I know it's a little late for that, but we haven't seen you in 2021. Uh, RP, same to you, and that's fine. Listen, you can help me, I hope, with a little problem. Sure. Uh, I am completely admiring that sweatshirt you're wearing so much <laughs> that I have gone to uh, CFL.ca shop, and I can get uh, merchandise from any team, but I can't find on their website a way to buy that. I, well, I this is... how, how do I get that? Probably a garage sale, Brad, because this was from the 2012 Grey Cup in, in Toronto, to be honest with you. <laughs> that would be my guess. But we'll, we'll talk with the great. CFL. Yeah, because they watch every day. Sir, okay, great. if you don't mind, what would be your answer to that? What would be your answer to that? Um, my answer to that would be a J.J. Watt signing. I think that's the easiest one. I think he's down to, uh, it sounds like from what I'm reading, he's down to uh, maybe three teams. Uh, I think there are, um, there are, with the trades, there are a lot of moving parts. Um, 
I personally believe, uh, without uh, any hard evidence that I could show you, that the Cowboys are going to get a long-term deal done with Dak. I don't think, I'm looking at my calendar, I I don't think it will happen uh, until, I think it's the 9th of March when uh, uh, the, is the last day to apply the tag. I think they would, think they would prefer to find a deal they can make um, before it gets to having to tag him. They will tag him if they have to, because you then have until July to do a long-term deal. I think they understand that um, there's something emotionally for him that he would not like to be tagged. Uh, That's how players are. This is not about the player in my mind. It's about the agent. Um, But that's part of the business. But I do believe they'll sign him. But I think it'll be easier for Watt to sign first. Thank you. Watson now uh, says he wants out of Houston. He says he's determined to go. The new coach says no way. The new general manager says no way. Who's going to win that battle? It's an ugly situation. It's uh, almost criminal that they let it get to that point because um, for for fans, if you try to just put uh, yourself in each position, um, you can see how complicated it is. But but the team can say, look – we're new here. Your coach is new. Your GM's new. Uh, we're not part of any of the stuff that's gone on. Uh, but here's the deal. You got a contract. We, there's no way we think we can get value for you. And so we we want to have a mutually harmonious relationship and we'll bend over backwards. Remember, we weren't part of the problem before. But the deal is you've got a contract. And um it's nearly impossible for us to trade you and get value. And so if it's really your choice to sit out and not get any of that money, that's, that's your choice. You can do that. Um, it doesn't sound smart, but that would be my opinion, but you can do that. Um, they could work with one of the teams that's in the quarterback market. The problem is uh, unlike one of the rookies, he comes with a contract. And so it's got to be a team who can absorb the contract. Um, And that was certainly the case with uh, the Philadelphia Eagles and Wentz. So that's why, that's why that one's hard to resolve. And, and, um, you know, Jerry Jones, who is, uh, if nothing else, a tremendous businessman has always said, uh, don't let your money get mad. (laughs) <laughs> and I, I, I think that's pretty good advice. Those of us without any money may not be able to relate to it, but I think that it's good advice. And, and so that's something in the Watson case that I think both sides have to think about. What about the fans in Houston? They're great football fans. They must really be upset and ticked off. Uh, sure. I mean, but J.J. Watt, they've already divorced from J.J. Watt, the club. I mean, that's uh, like unthinkable. And sure, I think that those folks down there probably, um, you know, the, here, here's the one thing that, and I, I try to say this to people, um, whether you're pulling for a college or a professional team, um, it, you're probably pulling for the team that your grandfather pulled for. And and then your father and then you and then your kids or nieces and nephews. And so uh, 
team presidents and owners come and go. Um, general managers come and go. Coaches and managers come and go. Players come and go. You know who always stays the same? Fans. We do. <laughs> yeah. Fans are always there. And they're always there through good or bad. And, and ultimately, my personal belief is that the team says, yeah, I can't worry about the fans. I just can't worry about what they want because I'm running a business. The players running a brief career and they, they'll all say, we owe a great debt to our fans. We're nothing without our fans. We love our fans. Oh boy. I, yeah, I hope that comes back because we're hanging on his every word. This is the voice of the Dallas Cowboys joining us and Clark's going to, it'll he'll be only be gone for a second or two. Maybe he's got a refresh. Boy, this is great stuff. Fascinating stuff. Yeah, great stuff. Sure is. As Rick Hanglin says, don't let your money get mad. That sounds real, regardless of scale. That's right. That's what I was just going to ask Brad Sham. Can we just back up the truck and explain the Jerry Jones motto? One of them. Don't let your money get mad because it went by so fast. Zing. What's the literal definition of don't let your money get mad? I've never heard that before. No, I don't me, think anybody's me, me heard that. Me neither, Me neither. <laughs> He's got lots of them, though. Yeah. And I'd go one further because, and Clark will let me know the second Brad Sham's back with us. A couple of minutes. A couple of moments or minutes. There's a difference. <laughs> okay. Where he said the fans are there no matter what through thick and thin, yet they're not the first ones consulted or even thought of. Because those presidents, GMs, coaches, what are they doing, Lynch? Covering their own butt. Yeah, covering their own butt. But it seems to be a very complicated situation. Uh, I guess this kid just doesn't want to stay there anymore. He's had enough of Houston and the screw rounds and all the fiascos they've gone through there. And he's a great quarterback. No question about that. I think he'd be fantastic with the Chicago Bears. What do you think of that? Well, who knows? Russell Wilson could end up with the Bears. He was on his list of teams to be traded to. Your guy's watching in New York, Lynch. Joe Lazito, he says, I don't have my money long enough for it to get mad. LOL. And we got you, Brad Sham. Let's bring him back in. I got to take you right back. We were hanging on your every, we were hanging on your every word, Brad. And then I think you got a, a ding, a text, a call, an email, something. No, my, my computer decided now is when it needed to completely reboot. <laughs> okay. I'm just glad no. it's not us. You have no, no. to explain. Don't let your money get mad. Would none of us have ever heard it up here in Canada, Brad? What would be your explanation of that saying of Jerry Jones? <laughs> well, um, Jerry, by the way, if you stick around him long enough, Jerry will say a lot of things you've never heard before. It's pretty entertaining. Um, right. <laughs> he, he, what, what that means is uh, when you're doing business, don't be emotional. Don't, be, don't make a bad business decision. If business is your business, don't make a bad business decision because your emotions got in the way. So he, he would be saying to the Texans, and I suspect that he's saying it right now in his own uh, personal, along with his, with his son, Stephen, and with Will McClay, and as they deliberate with uh, Dak Prescott's agents, look, they tried to get him for um, what they wanted to pay him for the last couple of years. His agent um, 
I, I think, had some reasonable points from the agent's point of view, not from the club's point of view. But so now they're in a position where they either have to, their salary cap's going to be a problem uh, if they if they have to tag him again. If they don't, if they let him go or tag him and trade him, you're, you're giving up a lot that means a lot to the franchise and the community and uh, uh, to the, frankly, look at all his advertisers. He's got a relationship as the Cowboys quarterback with practically the whole country. And, uh, and, and you're also sending a big message to your locker room if you don't re-sign that guy. And so he's going to overpay for what he wants to pay. And his money getting mad would be, screw it. I'm not paying that guy $40 million. I'm not paying mm. him $42 million, whatever it's going to take. Well, that would be your money getting mad. Okay, <laughs> no. don't pay him. And then figure out whatever's going to be next. The smart thing to do is swallow hard. Pay him more than you want to pay him because that's what it costs right now. And and then uh, go ahead and, and be a smart football businessman. That would be your money getting mad. Yeah. So it's a, it's an old concept. Jerry put a name on it, basically, is what we're saying here. But sure. But I we're all watching the game. Cowboys fan here. And I do have to ask you this. In the case of Dak Prescott, the injury was so ugly, Brad. Where is he in his rehab, by the way? Is he even going to be ready to go? I think he's good. I, I, I think I think he's good. He's, I mean, it's a bone. It was a bad break and a multiple break, and you had to repair a bunch of stuff, but it wasn't a knee ligament. You know, it wasn't, wasn't a shoulder structure. Um, he's been rehabbing really hard. I have not heard one thing that leads me to believe that he will not be completely ready for training camp. And frankly, as they get into this period here where negotiations and free agency and all that becomes more pressing, I mean, their history has always been that they, they are deadline deal makers. And they've even said many times themselves, deadlines make deals. So the only reasons that I can conceive of that they would not do a long-term deal with him, even one they didn't choose to do, would be A, Something is wrong physically that no one has been able to ascertain. There hasn't been one whisper that anything is wrong with his rehab, that his leg won't be fine, that he won't be 100%. The only other thing I can think of is if they evaluate him, they look at the salary, they look at the rookie, potential rookie crop of quarterbacks with all these quarterbacks coming in, and they say, I'm, we're not 100% convinced he's our guy and we've got the 10th pick and we can turn it into that guy and we like that better. That would be thoroughly inconsistent with everything they have ever said and the way they have acted about how they feel about it. They have always indicated uh, publicly and privately, they believe in him completely as a quarterback. He's their guy. And so that's why I think they're going to do a deal with it. Brad, we got a lot of questions from our viewers. Would you would you be so kind as to hold through a break? Would you be able to do that, or do you got somewhere you got to go? Yep. No, nope, okay. it's a pandemic. Where am I going? Okay, thank you so much, because we got a ton of questions You're from right. the viewers. The voice of the Dallas Cowboys, Brad Sham, is with us, and we'll be right back. You're watching the RP Show across the Game Plus TV network across all 10 provinces and 31 states, live daily on YouTube and Facebook, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. 
Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. All right. Thank you, everybody, for sticking with us through the break. Specifically, our guest, Brad Sham, the voice of the Dallas Cowboys, joining us from Dallas today. And we're going to jump right into those questions from viewers, as promised. DG in Saskatoon writes in. Brad, he says, morning, guys. Really excited. To hear from Brad Sham, curious how he thinks Dan Quinn will run the defense differently than Mike Nolan, hopefully better, and what positions he thinks they focus on in the draft. Two-part question there for you, Brad. Well, I think that um, Mike Nolan's, first of all, if you ask most people, I think, uh, with a blank slate, okay, you can have Dan Quinn or Mike Nolan run your defense. Who do you want? I just think most NFL people would take Dan Quinn. Um, and then they they just had a horrible situation to walk into in the pandemic with no offseason and no um, training camp to speak of and no preseason, and it was just awful. And they made some really serious coaching blunders in trying to do too much. They tried to fit square pegs into round holes. That's not good coaching. Um, at least Quinn's been through that as the head coach of the Falcons, and he kind of knows – I think they won't have OTAs. They'll they'll have it virtual again. So there's some slight technical differences in their uh, schemes. But the most important thing is, which I think Quinn has been spending his time doing now, he's got to evaluate his personnel and decide how he can play with what he has. And then you supplement what he has with free agency in the draft, and then, and then you kind of go from there. As far as what they need, um, just about everything, but I think that I personally think they have a great need for a, a dominating a defensive tackle. They clearly need help in the secondary. Clearly need help in the secondary. Uh, they have to decide uh, which among their three or four uh, four-year veteran free agents who are uh, now out of contract they want to keep are worth keeping. And they probably need two corners and one or two safeties. Um and then you may find yourself in a position where when it's your turn to draft, Micah Parsons, the linebacker from Penn State who opted out last year, um, and in every mock draft that I've seen, he's gone anywhere from 5th to 15. I saw him uh, play in the Cotton Bowl. I broadcast the Cotton Bowl on radio two years ago when Penn State played in it, and I watched tape of the guy, and he blew me away, and he was just a sophomore then. So I, I'm a big believer that if you pick the best player whether he is what you need at most at the moment or not. I don't want them to uh, reach for a corner because they think they need a corner and pass up a guy who's a potential Hall of Fame linebacker. You take the better player and figure out how to use him. So those are all the draft problems, but they need desperately need help in the secondary and the interior of the line. John Frenzy's got questions for you. I just There's no way we'll get to them all, but Randolph Zora wants to know, Brad, what's your favorite era of Cowboys football in your time calling the games, which is 40-plus years? Yeah, this would be 43. Um, so I've been fortunate enough to be part of um, the end of the Landry era, and I came in when they were um, in in uh, still in Super Bowl mode, and then... Uh, you know, most of the 90s, I think that for mostly personal reasons, I would pick the 90s uh, because, you know, when I started, when I started, I was the same age as the players. Then the guys in the 90s, I was kind of like their big brother. Now there's some of them I could be their grandfather, I suppose, <laughs> which is truly depressing. So I'll be going to lie down in a moment. Um, 
the, I think that I'm close to some of the guys from the 90s teams, Aikman and Johnston and Woodson and Irvin and Emmett Smith. And I mean, I, I have personal relationships with a lot of those guys, so I'd probably pick that one. Great answer. I, I just wonder about Mike McCarthy coming over from the Packers. I didn't think he was really into it last year. Um, I know you won't want to comment like that, but are you looking forward to him having a better year this year? Should we put it that way? Well, I'm looking forward to all of them having a better year. What do you What do you mean by not into it? I just don't think he was really into it like he was in Green Bay. Um, saying stunned sometimes, looking around, didn't know what to do. I made some yeah, questionable no, I would, decisions. I would, I, I'd push, well, questionable decisions, 100%. I would push back on not into it. If anything, after the year off that he had, fired in the middle of 18, took all of 19 off, a bunch of his uh, also out-of-work coaching buddies, and they formed a kind of a an ad hoc staff and broke down tape around the league and tried new things for all of the 19 season. I think he started 2020 probably more into it than he had been in a very long time. I think they were all, and most of them around the league, were unprepared for the way the pandemic would it would affect how you coached. And um, I think some of the things that they did wrong as a staff, he's the head coach. You have to lay him uh, at his feet. But and, and questionable decisions, yes, there were some of those that we don't understand. But not into it, I, think, uh, I don't think that was the case. Yeah. That was my comment, questionable. Lynch's was not into it. Uh, we have three minutes and two questions. Ryan in Albany, New York. Hi, Brad. My New York Jets hold the number two spot of the draft. If the Cowboys don't sign Dak, do they try to make a trade with the Jets to get a quarterback like Zach Wilson or Justin Fields? I mean, that's something that would make sense. Uh, you'd have to you'd have to then do a sign and trade on a tag. Um, but, uh, you know, that's so problematic. Um, I, I, I'm the, the, the question is if, and, and if they don't sign him, then almost anything's possible. But now if you're the jets, what else, what else besides Dak do you want? What, what else is involved? It's, it's not as easy a trade to make as it sounds. And I have to ask you, this This is mine personal. I had a tour of AT&T stadium when it was Cowboy stadium, being the radio nerd that I am, I was searching for your booth. And if this is the field you're like here way out here right in the corner i saw it how do you call a game? how do you call a game from there where we are fortunate to have the world's largest television screen hanging over the middle of the field and it doesn't show the television broadcast it has a, de- a dedicated in-house live uh shot now they don't always show me what i want to see you can see, you can see what's happening. You can't always see real well uh, who's doing it, but uh, I have uh, great spotters, and um, I have learned uh, just enough how to fake it to make it sound good. <laughs> yeah, well, no kidding, obviously. Okay, Brad, thank you. We're going to let you go. I hope we can do it again. Always, always fun. Thanks, yeah, Brad. me too. Anytime you want. All right, thank you. The voice of the Dallas Cowboys, Brad Sham. A sports update before we break. Mike Smith made 32 saves for the shutout, and Connor McDavid had a goal and an assist as the Edmonton Oilers beat the Canucks 3-0 in Vancouver. 
Smith still perfect this season at 6-0 since returning from injury. Kyle Connor scored two goals, and the Winnipeg Jets spoiled the debut of the Montreal Canadiens' new head coach, Dominic Ducharme, with a 6-3 victory at Bell MTS Place. And the Ottawa Senators are starting to heat up. Colin White had a pair of goals as Ottawa beat the Calgary Flames 6-1 for their three-game, their first three-game win streak of the season. American Hockey League Thursday night, Bridgeport beat Providence 3-2. The Bakersfield-San Jose game was postponed. And uh, the Cleveland Indians plan to have 10,000 fans inside Progressive Field for home games in April. The team announced they're hosting 30% of capacity at their downtown ballpark, which was off limits to fans last year due to the COVID-19 pandemic. Draw 19 coming up. It's the round, uh, first round of the championship this afternoon at the Scotties in Calgary. It is Alberta versus Quebec, Saskatchewan versus Canada, Ontario versus uh, Wildcard 1, Manitoba versus Wildcard 3. The sports update for Ballers Rec Room. They can handle all your food and fun needs. Visit their website at ballersrecroom.com. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. More with John Frenzy when we come back. You're watching the RP Show's Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus, YouTube and Facebook Live, and listen live at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. John Frenzy here, too, on a Flame Tech Football Friday. Flame Tech is your industry leader in combustion services, and it's the viewer takeover segment, as we always do. And so let's go. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says that was a very good and entertaining interview with Brad Sham. Thanks, Rod and crew. The voice of the Dallas Cowboys. Just seems like a guy that would join us for coffee, doesn't he, Lynch? Sure does. Legendary voice, by the way. Yeah. I think he would join us for coffee and feel right at home. And the stories you could tell, eh? Oh, could you imagine? Randolph Zora says, I'm going to lobby at work to get Fridays off so I never miss the show. Good luck. Good luck. Trent Bruner is watching in Norway, and he says, do the Cowboys draft picks understand the standard for success the former greats showed when they played? I don't think on any team they do, any franchise. They're, they're young. They're dumb. What were we when we were young, Lynch? Dumb. Young <laughs> and dumb. I think they'd be told it, but I don't think they'd hear it. It wouldn't sing in. Hey, how about that? Well, it, it helps. There have been coaches, and I'm not going to name who, with teams that I've been around that block alumni from coming anywhere near the dressing room or locker room. And I think that is a huge mistake, a huge mistake. Now, they were successful coaches, so that's their own thing. But I think having those guys around, like in Montreal, somebody asked, Ryan McCarthy is probably watching right now from Albany, New York. He goes, he said, no, it was the guy in St. Louis, Joe, who said to me, why would anybody be a Canadiens fan? Montreal, go there sometime. Those greats are around all the time. They they welcome them in. When I was there, Jean Beliveau is just hanging around. Henri Richard, Yvonne Corrier. In Dallas, I think those Cowboys greats are around from what I can see. But yes, what banners are for, right, Lynch? That's what banners are for. For your young players to see. See, this is what you can achieve. You know? It depends the attitude of that kid. That's the newcomer, I'm thinking, the drafty. Is he really into it? Does he really want to pay for Cowboys? Does he know what they're all about? But I think somebody there would, because they got the five Super Bowls. That's pretty darn good, really. Uh, 
I'm sure somebody makes them aware of the, how good the Cowboys have been. You would hope. Oh, yeah. Oh, I would hope. I'm just saying. By the way, John Frenzy, Hall of Fame Rough Riders broadcaster. His appearances are brought to you by Wheaton Kia, which that reminds me. I didn't put this up today. Wheaton Kia, you can find them in North Regina, corner of Albert and Avonhurst. We do want to get into the CFL talk. It is a Flame Tech Football Friday. We only got a couple of minutes left. John, you have some strong thoughts on the placement of the CFL draft this year. I can't believe it's the 15th of April, two weeks before the NFL draft, which is April 29th. So the CFL will have their draft done, all done by the time the NFL goes to draft. And what's happened in the past, of course, we've drafted after the NFL drafts because we want to see what they've done in drafting people that we think we got a chance of getting in the CFL. And then you get a chance at them and, and you make the draft. And sometimes you get them, sometimes you don't. Now you're not even going to know. Uh, so I think there could be some teams that won't draft anybody when they get the choice. Uh, it's very strange. I don't understand it. Uh, somebody said, well, they're going to go after the big shots, Lynch. What's wrong with you? They're going to go after the big shots. They're sick and tired of the Yankees taking all those big shots. Yeah, sure. Uh, it's a goof. I think it's probably a goof, quite frankly. It just doesn't make any sense. That's Lynch's rant. I'm not feeling as strong as I said to you in the car ride on the way up here. There's a gargantuan difference now between the NFL and the CFL in a lot of different ways. And uh, it doesn't matter who's drafted now. If you go in the CFL draft ahead, but then in two weeks you go to the NFL draft, what's the difference, John? You're going to the NFL, and we'll never see him. Yeah. Uh, by the way, the curling report is for Verge Agriculture. Hearts rookie Beth Peterson of Team Wildcard 3 played like a veteran Thursday at the Scotties with her draw weight in form when she needed it most. Peterson stole a single in the 10th and added another steal in the extra end for a 9-8 victory over Kerry Galusha of the Territories. The win gave the young Manitoba Bay skip a top four spot in Pool A at 5-3 and three and a berth in the championship pool in her first ever appearance at the Scotties. Ontario's Rachel Holman beat Canada's Kerry Einerson 7-4 in a rematch of last year's Scotty's final. Both teams moved to 7-1. and one. Alberta's Laura Walker locked up the other pool A berth. Saskatchewan's Sherry Anderson, Manitoba's Jennifer Jones, Quebec's Laurie St. Gerard, St. George and Wildcard One's Chelsea Carey made the cut. We'll talk about more next hour. It's brought to you by Verge Agriculture. You're watching a Flame Tech Football Friday on Game Plus. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.